What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Cut. Randy, Shaw, Christian here for all of your mediocre fantasy advice. We're moving through season three. We're on to episode 306. What's going on? Uh, everything's going pretty well. Just I bought a new TV and an Apple Watch this week, so the most money I've ever spent in my life, probably. <laughs> That's fun, man. I, I commend you for switching over to Apple products, unlike... <laughs> Someone else on this podcast. Um, ah, they'll get there, dude. That's sheep don't sheep. even sound like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm doing well too. Uh, just sitting in my nice 90 degree house. Uh, took it's my dog's birthday. Uh, so yes, it's Coda's second birthday. We are not gonna sing happy birthday to her, but I got her a lot of toys. We took it to the dog park. Today was a good day. So good. All right. Well, I guess that's uh, that's how everybody's doing. So let's move on. <laughs> Quite the segue. Um, so we posted another uh, poll on our Twitter page, and the question this time. So we did quarterback last week. So our question this week was: Will Aaron Jones finish as an RB one in twenty twenty? So top twelve. We had fifty seven percent say no, forty three percent said yes. Had almost six hundred votes. Uh, and I was in the no category. I, I, this was actually my regress candidate and I was actually part of the yes side because my, my argument was his stats will go stats and workload go down no matter what, but he still has every shot to be RB like nine through like 14, 15, depending on little touchdowns and catches here and there. I think the combination of the, there's no way he's going to do the same thing touchdown wise. And AJ Dillon, I think, is going to be a bigger piece of the offense than people think. Plus, Jamal Williams is still there. Like, it's just there's too many factors to me that are questionable to trust him falling at RB12 or better. I think he's absolutely going to be in like the 13 to 16 range. I just, to me, I just don't see that top 12 finish. Yeah, I, I think this Christian did another good job with the polls, went right along with the last one with. Kyler Murray oh, got a good, we got a good have, line here. We can't have too much praising Christian on this show. That's not what the show is about, right? No, for I, real. Ninety percent <laughs> of my conversations with Christian is dogging him, so I think I can praise him once a month or something. I'll take the once a month praise too. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, and the other thing I saw with Aaron Jones is you take away like ten of his touchdowns, and he's still an RB one. So because yes, he finished so high last year, because he he had a lot more carries than he would have because of injuries to other running backs and no other factors where we expect three solid running backs this year. Less, I mean, it's, I already went over this. I'm not going to go another half hour conversation about it. Yeah. Listen to last episode. Yeah. And I'm hopeful because I have AJ Dillon places. So yeah, I, I'm cool we'll with see. it. If he takes the workload, we'll see. I just, it, for some reason, when I go through drafts, like I always find myself staying away from any kind of Green Bay backfield. Like I, I usually don't find myself with Aaron Jones. Maybe I'm just scarred from what Mike, Mike McCarthy did to him a couple years ago that I just don't want to mess with that again. Obviously, I regretted it a little bit last year, but I, I don't know. It's just like I don't want to touch that backfield ever. I mean, it, maybe I'm just so used to them being a pass first team because I, I like, I love, like, I will take any portion of Devonta Adams that I can. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally, it's like Michael Thomas. You, okay, we should probably go Adams next. Yeah, uh, yeah, 
There's so it's I, not really a question anymore. I'd like to uh so I bet next week we're probably gonna give a receiver since we went quarterback and running back. Well, I'm not. Yeah, there's a chance. <laughs> I'd I'd like to throw uh Robert Woods. I wanna I wanna get people's mm. thoughts on Robert Woods because everybody That's knows how one. I feel about Robert Woods. I want to get other people's opinion on Robert Woods. So I think he's gonna be our next poll question. Possibly. Uh, We'll discuss the line for that later. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, that's what that's what we're gonna do. Um, so <laughs> yeah, like like you'll tweet it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's not my fault. I don't know. Christian, it's not my fault. Christian changes the password. Really he has to. He gets us blocked every other week. Yeah, yeah, not anymore. But I also uh, forget the password all the time. But yeah. yeah. So today we're gonna talk about we our consensus rankings are up on the website, right? They no. Uh, no, okay. It will uh, be. It'll be up after all the QBs are done. Basically. Okay. So uh, we finished our 2020 consensus quarterback rankings. That's based on our stat projections that we all worked on. So we're going to go through the top 12 quarterbacks on the show today. The rest will be on our website at officialcutpod.wordpress.com. Stay tuned because that may or may not be our HTML going forward. Dun dun dun. I don't think that was the right terminology. Uh, URL is, I think, what you were looking for. Yeah, that sounds. What does right. HTML mean then? I don't know. That's like Not a that. type of document. I think we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna move oh, on. Uh, right. This is <laughs> rough. Hey man, I'm no computer nerd. <laughs> I talk fantasy football. I don't talk computers. Um, so without further ado, let's get into our consensus quarterback rankings. Uh, we're going to do this a little differently. Um, so we go through 1 through 12, but we are pretty close on a lot of these numbers. Um, so we're going to kind of talk about some guys in the same tier. We're going to start with uh, the two guys who I think are going to be on top of everybody's draft boards when it comes to quarterbacks, everybody's quarterback projections, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Currently, we have Patrick Mahomes 1, Lamar Jackson 2, but we have them separated by less than a point almost or less than half of a point. So I know you guys were doing some conversation before the show got started, uh, who you think. Um, so right now we have Mahomes statted out with a 65.5% completion percentage uh, for about 4,700 yards, 41 touchdowns, nine interceptions to an unbelievable 6.98 touchdown percentage, which probably makes sense given who he is. And um, three rushing scores for 372 points. Uh, obviously, we have higher numbers for Lamar Jackson, 1,000 yards rushing, eight touchdowns, eight fumbles, um, only 453 pass attempts, 3,300 3, yards, 29 to 7 touchdowns at interception. There's still a 7.02 touchdown ratio. This, this was tough. This is obviously insanely close. Yeah, and so we have it, Mahomes, Jackson, and Randy pointed out that in four point, um, passing touchdown Lamar should be quarterback one but then I countered with how many times does the quarterback one from one year repeat the next year and so I started looking back at it the one guy that really dominated fantasy football uh, in the early 2000s is Dante Culpepper he had like five years in a row where he was quarterback one but other than that even the running quarterbacks and the guys who have rushing floors don't tend to repeat now I can fully get on board with Lamar. I actually was the one that uh, had, I have Lamar dropping a little bit, but because last year was just outstanding and I don't know that he can keep that up, but he is passing, I believe for more yards 
Um, he's going to improve in, in the way he throws the ball. But Patrick Mahomes, if he plays 16 games last year, I think it's a different story. I think it's a lot more of a conversation. And Randy, I, I just want to get your opinion on why you think Lamar could be quarterback one. Well, in in fairness, like you did Lamar, I did Mahomes here, and I like it is super close. Obviously, Mahomes didn't play full 16. I believe I gave him five more touchdowns this year than he had last year. Still a really good season, but because he has a little bit better running back now, the numbers aren't exactly a huge jump from last year. And Lamar, obviously you have going up in passing small, like in small increments and coming down and rushing in small increments. Uh, and I th- believe you have his rushing touchdowns lower than last year as well. Uh, but just like you said before, just because the rushing touchdowns mean more in the four point passing touchdown leagues. And that's what we did these stats as uh, it, it literally before you edited Lamar, like it was Lamar was up by less than half a point again. <laughs> so like, yeah. You dropped him like one point, and that's where it, why he's at two right now. Uh, yeah. And I, and I was just arguing like, why doesn't it make sense that in this exact type of league, the guy that runs more than a lot of running backs in the league can't be the quarterback one back to back years? I mean, and like it, your point of them not doing it is like it's a fair point, but like at the same time, it's not because we haven't had this many rushes from a QB. We haven't. I, also, here's the thing too. Um, I think with Mahomes, like you listen, you like you don't have Mahomes as the as the uh, quarterback one. You're just going nuts. You're like, what are you talking about? Because I think we we like to refer to 2018 a lot, but I mean, and that was the year he had 50 touchdowns to 12 interceptions, and he had 5,000 yards. Like he only played in two less games in 2019 because he played 14 games. He only missed two. Well, it was and, like. It's like thirteen and sure. a quarter, or half. sure, right? But uh, but it's what what proves what my point is about this. His numbers fell by a thousand yards and twenty four touchdowns. Yeah, like, he was he was like, going to regress that fifth that five thousand and fifty touchdown season. I he's he's not going to do that again. Like th- those numbers are fucking. Mm-hmm. Nuts. I yeah he could he could but they would have to continually add more weapons and get a better line too. So it's yeah, and, and I think. I think that's within the realm of possibility for him. Like, I think he could throw 50 touchdowns. I knew he was going to regress last year because, I mean, the year he did it was his first year on the field. Um, so once teams got some tape on him, he was going to regress. But then now it's time for him to adjust and him to get back up. I mean, 41 touchdowns is what Randy projected him out as. That's freaking phenomenal. That's going to lead the league. Oh, yeah. I, I actually even don't I, think I look. That could be but. too. Like, even that could be high. Like, like I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, I personally don't think 50 is another number that he hits. Yeah, I think if – I couldn't bring myself to put it below 40. And just because I do believe in him and I do believe in this offense, I mean, their defense is not great, so they're going to be throwing pretty much all game usually. And they score so quickly, and they have so many deep shot touchdown guys. That's 41 just seemed like a good number to me. Um, and especially when you go down the list and you see like other people that have 30, 32 to 36, like that's generally the range for the top quarterbacks. Mahomes is definitely, he's just going to throw more because of this. And offense. here's the reason I say that too, is there have been three guys in the history of the NFL to throw for 50 plus touchdowns, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, and Patrick Mahomes. Obviously you throw Mahomes out, but Brady and Manning never did that again. They never well, no, hit those, that 50 those are touchdowns. Record, 
those yeah, yeah. those are record setting seasons with right. the highest powered offense they generally ever had. I mean, Peyton probably so twenty thirteen. He was but. just really good. Yeah, he he was just really good in twenty thirteen. But like my but that's my point though is I think a lot of people um that if you don't dive into the numbers, a lot of people like list like hear the name Patrick Mahomes, think about that twenty eighteen year and the oh twenty nineteen he was hurt because so he didn't put up the numbers. Like his numbers in in, in twenty eighteen are aren't going to be repeatable just because of how no, insane those numbers. That that's the thing. Like you said. Uh, he was down like over a thousand yards, uh, a few touchdowns and all that. But because it's Mahomes, he's going to probably throw for over 300 every game. And has every shot to throw well over 500. So that could be, that could have been made up in the two and a half games he missed. But we don't believe that would have happened. I mean, so, in, in 19, he averaged 287 yards per game. Like that's still yeah. a big. Yeah. 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 No, it's huge. It's, it's just, it's what he does. And they're, like like I said, I do believe in Clyde, but like their offense isn't going to completely shift to a full running system now that they have two well one good running back, one okay running back. No, they're they're going to win through Mahomes and they're going to use everyone. So I think yeah. I, I'm perfectly fine with this one and two. I just had the argument for Lamar being one just because of the rushing touchdowns and he has 165 rushes, which is outrageous, but it's a decrease. So <laughs> which it's is not. Nuts. <laughs> Yeah, so I think the bottom line here, though, is you can't go wrong with either one of these guys. Like, if no. you take Lamar first over Mahomes, and this is actually how it finishes, which will probably be quite off, I, I just, you, you have to be happy with 371 fantasy points. I mean, oh, but, yeah. It, it, and like the, it's going to come down to what's going to happen is Mahomes is going to get like 40 touchdowns instead of 41, and it will be flipped or, Lamar's going right. to get nine rushing touchdowns instead of eight. And it's going to be fl- like everything right. else I think is like the touchdowns are just such an arbitrary number that generally switches every year. So it's kind of, I mean, quarterbacks are easier to predict for sure, but especially yeah. with Lamar and rushing touchdowns, that's so hard. But if you're one of our loyal listeners, you know that the three of us say, don't even bother with one of these two quarterbacks because you wait on quarterbacks. You, in, in, if it's a dynasty super flex, that's a first round. <laughs> Like, think, about how, think about how specific that kind of league is. <laughs> Even well, Superflex on its own, I could easily, those two should be first rounders. Yeah. And and I don't necessarily know if I'd invest in it just because of how close the points would be uh, at a better value, but I can <laughs> I can see the argument of drafting those guys in Superflex. Sure. I, I guess I was thinking more, you know, normal league. Oh, yeah, norm, normal leagues. Let somebody else spend a second or third round pick like an idiot. Take everybody else. Load up on your skill players. All right. So moving on to number three, uh, we have Russell Wilson finishing as or in our rankings as quarterback three, 340 fantasy points. We have him statted out at just about a 66% completion rating, uh, 4,200 yards, 35 to eight touchdown interceptions. Uh, three rushing touchdowns uh, with 387 yards and 81 rushes. That might be a little bit low, but it just, I think what kind of surprises me about Russell Wilson is he has not had a single season since he's been in the league where he has finished as a quarterback too. But like you look in, like you go, like going into the year last year, like he, he was falling, man. He was not one of the first five or six quarterbacks being drafted. Yeah. To, to your point about being pretty low, 81 is an increase from the last two years. Okay. Approaches. 
Yeah, no, that's fair. Maybe I think maybe it, the number just jumped out of me, but um, but yeah, I know. Yeah, you're talking. He finished. Sorry, he finished at quarterback nine in 2018. People were drafting him as like, and some people were drafting him as their second quarterback. Like, like people, but he's just consistently been really good. And I think part of the reason that you think that is because he is on a run first team, but he is part of the reason why they're a run first team. Yeah. Yeah. I, with Russell Wilson, like, I think you can draft him confidently as one of the top five quarterbacks and feel as though you're not reaching too much. Even if he does finish his quarterback six through nine or six through 10, um, I don't feel like I feel like his consistency throughout each week is what makes you feel comfortable doing that. Which now, he's only done three times in his career. He's only finished as uh, the uh, below quarterback three. He's done it four. I'm sorry, four times in his career. The other yeah. four, he's finished as QB three, QB three, QB one, QB three. Yeah, I mean, I think he's one of the safer guys. Even I would argue that Russell Wilson's safer than Lamar. Um, just yeah. because of you this. think that the, the, the rushing numbers or the touchdown ratio is going to go down. Like it, you just feel like Lamar's going to regress from that aspect, at least like just, and, and then the rushing, I don't think his rushing is going to be as high to an extent that it was last year. Yeah. And, and that's an argument that people have made about Russell Wilson for a while is, Oh, mm-hmm. his, his touchdown uh, ratio is definitely going to come down, but he's always in the sixes, uh, fairly high sixes at, at worst, I want to say. Um, yeah, I love this this landing spot for Wilson. I know, Randy, you were the one that got him here, right? So, yep. You must love it as well. Oh, yeah. I, I love Wilson here. Um, literally a slight increase. I think he had 76 rushes last year, so barely any more rushes. Uh, same amount of touchdowns. A little, I think, one less fumble. Like, uh, these stats are very, very similar. So last year, there is a little bit of a passing increase with the second year of DK Lockett, hopefully healthy, uh, bringing in more weapons. And the running backs should be a little bit more involved in the passing game. I know they were a good amount last year, but... Can I interest you in a 45-year-old Greg Olson? Well, no. No, you cannot. <laughs> but I uh, will take Will Disley. <laughs> uh, but that's it. he's got so many weapons. Uh, it's such an efficient team. He does throw every single game a really good amount. He's one of the most efficient play action quarterbacks, mainly because he can run no matter what, but he's like you said, he is definitely one of the safer quarterbacks. I like, I don't know if I'd rank him safer than Mahomes or Lamar, but he's definitely in the conversation. So putting him at three in this final ranking is perfect to me. And Hey, if draft day of the movie taught me anything, it's you look at, you look at the guy's girlfriends or wives and Russell Wilson has a hot wife. So that's put him up there too. I'm just saying if if draft day. Yep. All right. So moving on here to number four, this is kind of depressing, not just because I have him in our uh, armchair football league, just because like he had so much promise going into this year. I guess, I mean, QB4 is QB4, but you just wonder how he's going to get these numbers. It's Deshaun Watson. Um, We have him throwing the ball a ton, 511 attempts, uh, 71% completion percentage, uh, about 4,250 yards. Uh, 32 to 13 touchdowns, interceptions, uh, rushing totals, 355 yards, five touchdowns. And we have him finishing at 327 fantasy points. I just, how, I, I just, how's he going to get these numbers without Deshaun or not Deshaun DeAndre? Like I, uh, uh, well, he's, he's still got weapons. Uh, he did force feed 
Hopkins a ton, but like he throws so much. They haven't really had a running game. I mean, Hyde did have a thousand yards last year, but he struggled to get there in my eyes. Like this team's gonna live and die by Deshaun, and he's going to pretty much try and carry them to the playoffs again. Uh, I think they're definitely a worse team than they were last year, but I like I have no fear in Deshaun just because I do think they're a worse team, so he's most likely going to be throwing the ball more and more. I am not th- like I am fine with every single stat here. I'm just the completion percentage is a bit high to me, but it's fine because even if that drops slightly, he still would be four because he is enough points ahead of the next guy that he'd be fine. And honestly, too, adding David Johnson might help his passing numbers. Because yeah, now it, you have David Johnson and Duke Johnson to catch balls out of the backfield where Carlos Hyde wasn't doing anything. Yeah, 100%. And, and that might be why uh, I believe Sweet did this one. That's why it's a little bit higher he did, than he I did would like. Next, Brandon did these next two, actually. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing with Deshaun, um, I don't think he's capable of 70% uh, completion percentage. but. Um, he's the an thing efficient is, quarterback for sure. It's just he's he's efficient. Last year he was at sixty seven percent. The yeah. the thing that really came up though was his touchdown percentage, and I think that is a candidate to drop actually this year. Um, granted, they're not going to be giving the ball to Hyde down in the or yeah down in the red zone anymore uh, on the goal line, and they're definitely not going to want to give it to David Johnson or Duke Johnson. So yeah, they, maybe he's throwing the ball to those two Johnsons, and that's how we get to these numbers but yeah God, I, I, how confusing is that going to be for us when we're checking stats like online and stuff like i follow a lot of game casts i'll be watching browns games i'm following the other games like if i see like d johnson scores like that's gonna bother me because i'm not gonna know which one it is yeah especially because so, it's the same team now so it'd be like yeah texas d johnson they, they like, do, mm-hmm. do a lot of the same stuff so like if you see a rec- uh, passing uh, if you see a touchdown reception to d johnson then you're wondering oh which one was it? That I, yeah. they'll probably put the du and the da though i hope i so. would you know i would hope but let's, let's <laughs> not know. let's not give people too much credit right now yeah okay. so i think you guys talked me off the ledge a little bit with watson um i it's, think he's he's gonna have to carry this team that's literally yeah, they're gonna reason be so, he's up here they're gonna be bad man i don't yes, think they're they gonna are. be bad but they're gonna be worse than last year they have to be i don't see any vast improvements anywhere and you lost arguably the best receiver in football Kicking, kicking a field goal in overtime against the Bills that almost cost them. Yeah. I can't they believe it. I they, still can't believe they did that. They trusted, they trusted their defense enough to just poke the ball at Josh Allen's arm because it which is, so much. Which is nuts. Like I just remember watching that game. Like, what are you, Bill O'Brien? What are you doing? Oh yeah, man, just, that's what we always say about Bill O'Brien. What do you especially, mean? Especially when he makes trades. All right, so let's move on to number five. Um, I think this one is going to surprise some people, not us per se, but I think when you look at our top 12 rankings, we have Drew, B- Drew Brees coming in at quarterback five. We have him with 617 pass attempts, 71% completion percentage, 4,600 yards, 36 touchdowns to 10 interceptions, um, not doing much on the ground, but two rushing scores. Uh, coming in just under Watson at 319 fantasy points. This was, I feel like this would have been one of the harder guys to stand out because you eventually think that the age is going to get to you, but it, it like Drew Brees is just a guy in itself. I mean, the dude's 41. He, yeah. he is. 
But what's crazy is that completion percentage is lower than what he threw for last year. That's a decrease. Yes, but he also didn't play a full season. Correct. Yeah. I, but, oh, I mean, it's Drew Brees. Who's to say that he wouldn't have sustained 75% no, and, and I brought up before the show, I was like, this Drew Brees at five does seem slightly high, but not really. Um, but when you're looking at the stats, I mean, 617 pass attempts and 71 completion, maybe that goes down a bit, both of those. But does that really drop him that far? Uh, the yards, I'm not going to freaking argue at 4,600 for Drew Brees. That's almost a gimme. And then the touchdowns at 36, he hasn't thrown that in a few years, but like he's got more weapons now. So how how am I going to argue that now that he has Emmanuel Sanders as a wide receiver too, that he can't do that? Yeah. And, and now and he has two pretty good tight ends. How can he not? I mean, how could you have a receiver that catches absolutely everything thrown to him? Yeah. Well, and, and plus, so last year he only played in 11 games and he threw for 27 touchdowns. And exactly. I know. Randy talks about how you can't use eight games as a sample size to talk about elite numbers. Duh. But why do you always keep coming back? <laughs> because it's going to be a running joke. It's not to entice. No, Randy it, it, getting you, deep down, you actually believe this. You you want to keep it bringing up and call it a running joke, but deep down, you actually believe that's the thing. Yeah, 100%. Well, yeah, that Stafford was on an elite pace. Yes, I don't believe that Matt Stafford is elite, but we'll talk about Matt Stafford later. My point is eleven. <laughs> uh, 11 games is a decent sample size and Drew Brees would only have to come up nine touchdowns saying yeah. like, in five games. Like that's, it's almost yeah. like you said, a gimme 11, 11 a decent sample size. I generally would, if, if you're going to extrapolate, I kind of believe like 13 is like the perfect cutoff 13, 14, because then it's super easy. 12 is a bit of a stretch. 11 is even more of a stretch. And then once you get past that, I am not really on board with that kind of just, extrapolating the data it's just too much for me especially when you don't know how those other games are going to go um thankfully for breeze his was like beginning of the year uh that he meant or kind of middle of the year sorry also and- i i do sorry Ryan, i don't mean to cut you off but i do think that one thing that's a little bit tougher too is alvin alvin Kamara only played nine games this year yes exactly if he plays a full year we don't know what those touches are going to look like when, with him running the ball versus Brees throwing because this is going to be the first year that you're going to see hopefully a fully healthy Kamara and no Mark Ingram because Mark Ingram was the carry hog when he was still there when you paired those two together. Yeah. But Murray, Latavius Murray isn't that guy, but we don't know if they, tr- if they want to turn to Kamara as the I know I, I switched the way I said his last name in this in this whole in this whole spiel, but I just I don't know how to say it. I don't know what the right way to say his last name is. But um, unimportant. Yeah, but I I just I'm wondering if if you get a full season of Kamara, I I'm I'm curious if he's going to get a Mark Ingram type touch count. Well, I'd I mean, say I'd no, think, which could, which would bring yeah. obviously would bring down Breeze's numbers to an extent. I mean, but you're you're talking about the like two years they were together though right like i think he can get to that touch count because it wasn't that much higher like it was higher but it wasn't like ex- extremely well high. i mean he only had he had 24 more rushing attempts in 18 than he did in 19 19 he only played in nine games and in 18 yeah. you had mark ingram yeah I, that's what i'm saying I, I think he can be a workhorse but he's he's not like 
he's going to be on the lower tier of the touches of workhorse, at least in the running aspect. Little fun fact: He's actually had the same amount of receptions all three years he's been in the league. He's had 81 receptions all three of his years, and he's pretty crazy. Missed nine games last year. <laughs> seven. Yeah. Oh, seven. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. All right. All right. So we'll go ahead and move on here to uh, number se- uh, number six. This was the first one that I statted out. Uh, Dak Prescott, uh, 559 pass attempts. I brought that down a little bit from last year, but I'll get into it more. Um, 66% completion percentage, uh, 4,400 yards, 27 touchdowns to nine interceptions, 314 rushing yards, four touchdowns, four fumbles, and finishing off at 313 fantasy points. Um, you, well, before I give my argument, do you guys have any initial thoughts with this one? Uh, I personally think that this is a touch low um, for Dak, especially considering he was, what, quarterback two or three last year? Um, somewhere in that range, and they added more weapons, and it's going to be essentially the same offense. Sure, they lost their go-to tight end target, but Blake Jarwin is capable, um, plus some of those targets. Like, I'd rather have CD getting targets than Randall Cobb. But, I mean, last year was sort of an anomaly for Dak, so seeing some regression, I can understand. There's no sort of about it. When you look at his numbers, when it comes to yardage, touchdowns to a degree but attempts i mean you're talking he was in the 36 to 3800 range that jumped up to almost 5,000 yards in 2019 and he played 16 games all four seasons he's been in the league and he had 30 touchdowns and he's never had more than 23 before that i and, and you and i had talked about this before i get your argument too Maybe it's just me. If, if 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 our listeners know two things, it's that I never trust Adam Gase in anything he does, and that I hate Mike McCarthy when it comes to fantasy football and to players. And I'm I maybe I'm maybe I just put my worry for Mike McCarthy into this with my Dak Prescott statting, just because I think Zeke gets the ball a ton. Yeah, and see that's the thing. Like he did have a lot better numbers last year. But that was not the full off season of Zeke. Uh, Zeke with the holdout. I think they're going to be coming in, starting the year, feeding Zeke as they try and try and keep Amari on the field and trying to continually integrate Jarwin and Lamb into this offense more, predominantly, obviously. And I think these. I the only thing I could pick at maybe is maybe give him one or two more touchdowns. I, I'm not going to pick at this really. I think. It's a good completion percentage, good attempts, good yards. Uh, maybe the yards for completions a little bit high to me for Dak personally, but I, like you're not going to change that here. The touchdown under five percent is perfect to me. Like if you had two more touchdowns, it's still going to be under five. Like it's, I think this is perfect. Um, I personally, I I think eight QB eight is probably his absolute floor of a bad season where they feed Zeke too much. Mm-hmm. So at six, I, I mean, he's going to come down from last year, so I think he's a four through eight range. Definitely on more of the high side, but in the middle, I'm not mad. Also, his yards per game, 229, 207, 244. It jumped to 306 in 2019. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna go back down to about probably. Plus, the Cowboys weren't a good team last year. See, and but what did they do to improve their defense here? I don't think much. I think they got worse on defense. And so <laughs> I, I, and I, I, I fully. Right. 
well, I fully believe that Mike McCarthy learned from his mistakes, and he's just going to turn the like they their offense you, was good last year, oh, and Kellen Moore is still there. Why do you think? I mean, I, if you've watched some interviews with Mike McCarthy, he seems to realize that he fucked up with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but if, um, but if, if, if one if there's one thing that we like to do, we don't take coach speak for anything. But an interview, I mean, that's not really coach speak. Coach speak is more like when you're getting grilled by reporters. An interview where he's sitting down and having like a heart to heart, that's more like I think he's going to be more reflective and and actually tell the truth. Yeah, but also, you are also talking about a guy who was out of football last year. He didn't coach anywhere last year. And he, yeah. he that, uh, overly, a- overly studied analytics with a lot of air quotes there. And would seemingly already disregard that. So I love that part. So, uh, and, and the thing with interview speak is majority of the time, depending on the network, you're going to get the questions beforehand, or at least a majority. And you're also going to be prepped to answer how you want. So I like, Interviews over coach speak, like I don't think you can fully trust either. So it's I, like it's fair, gonna, but yeah, I, I just don't see him being stupid enough to change Kellamore's offense that was just fucking dynamic last year. Like it was awesome. Yeah, but I, I don't think this is changing his offense. No. I think this is just a full off season of Zeke and Zeke being ready to go and Zeke still being a top three back in the league, no matter what you talk about. That's and fair. quite possibly the best running, running, strict running back in the league. Yeah, it's fair. I'm not like super mad about it. I just think yeah. if if we had all done our own, I probably would have had Dak like the three to five range. Personally, I mean, yeah, but we're we're talking. I mean, he's six points behind Breeze. Yeah, it's so it's he, not a big he gets one to two more touchdowns. He's ahead of him. So I don't I don't True. think the argument's that harsh here. True. Yeah. All right, let's move on here to uh, quarterback seven, who is, was also the subject of our uh, poll yes, uh, last week. Kyler Murray comes in as uh, the seventh quarterback with a 63.7% uh, completion percentage, 563 attempts, 4,000 yards, 24 touchdowns to 13 interceptions, 84 rushes for 515 yards and four touchdowns, finishing at just over 300 fantasy points, and he has a new toy to play with. Yeah, yeah, pretty good toy, too. I mean, I, I think this is actually, w- what, a, a slight regress for Kyler? or uh, just... No, it's it's um, only, it's about 20 more attempts and about 10 more completions, uh, but over 300 more yards. Okay. Yeah, 300, 300 more yards, four more touchdowns, I believe, and one less pick. See, and I kind of met a regress in terms of where he finished. Didn't he finish quarterback six last year? Quarterback eight, sir. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and like I said, uh, like I could have given him maybe one more touchdown, um, maybe one less pick, maybe a couple more rushing yards, but I, I do think he's going to be throwing a bit more this year. Uh, I know it's a slight increase, but it's because they were – kind of a bad team last year especially until mid-season towards the end they got a little bit better more cohesive more learning the offense i think they're actually going to be a playoff contending team so i think there is going to be games where they're trying to run out the ball out the stretch here so i think he does increase i think they pass more but i i can still see with a catching running back uh decent tight end works a lot of receivers that catch the ball short 
I like I just don't think he's going to have 4500 yards. Like like I said, I think he could there's a chance he could get probably one or two more touchdowns, maybe 200 more yards or so, but like I think this is this is definitely a step in the right direction. It's only year 2. I think by year 3 we're we're looking not quite as much as that back jump that he had last year, but I think by year 3 he's going to be looking at 4500 yards every year. Uh but not running the ball as much because he is a smaller body guy i think they are gonna he's still rushing the ball 84 times here for four touchdowns i mean that's still a ton for a quarterback but i think they're it's gonna keep it's gonna stay about the 80 70 range from now on kind of like russ was where he was running like 100 for the first three years and then it was like 60 (laughs) and then they're slowly trying to creep him back up to where he should be so which is somewhere in the middle yeah i know i like where kyler finished here i i know a lot of people have been talking about him as like a top three quarterback this year. I don't see it happening just yet. I mean, I, I think an MVP is within the realm of possibility, um, but I don't think it happens this year. I, I just don't see the attempts numbers getting to, like, I don't see him having enough attempts to get him into that, like, three. Because he's going to need, he's going to arguably need more attempts than, um, than completions well like obviously that's a, he, if you have more attempts you have a chance for more completions i just i think he throws shorter stuff more so i i think he, he his numbers would need to be around the 600 range when it comes to attempts to be yeah in that one to four range i just i yeah. don't see that happening yeah sorry randy not oh. after adding drake and like seeing what drake was last year and the way cliff kingsbury wants to play I just I don't see that the, that number spiking that much. Yeah, and I don't see him in year two. Uh, he wasn't overly efficient last year. I don't think he's going above sixty five completion percentage. I, I basically have him at sixty four percent here. Uh, I think that's pr- I think that's right on the nose. I think, like you said, he would to get up to QB three, he'd have to be throwing over six hundred attempts. Uh, because I do view them as a better team and a team that tried very hard to improve and definitely fleeced the Texans. I. Just don't see him throwing that much because I see them winning. So it's it's a real it's and it's even, really tough because if I thought they were going to finish six and ten, I think he would be at forty five hundred yards. But and even I don't, yeah. here he is. <laughs> even in his even in his college career, his Heisman season in twenty eighteen, when he that was the only year that he actually played a, a, a correct number of games. He played 14 versus eight, seven, his two first two years. He fit, his completion percentage was still under 70%. And it's much easier to complete passes in college with yeah. a smaller football and, and playing in the big 12. I mean, us three could run out of defense and it wouldn't be, it would be somewhat on par with some of those big 12 defense. <laughs> so like, so yeah, like it, 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 we don't like, who knows if it's ever in his, if it if it's ever ever in his realm of possibility to have a seventy plus completion percentage, but that number especially, I think is right on the dot. Yeah, yeah I don't I don't think he's getting to seventy percent. Yeah, he finished, he finished at a nice sixty nine percent his last year in college. <laughs> yeah, nice. I I think I think he could get up to sixty five completion percentage this year. I think he could get up to about twenty seven touchdowns. I just I'm not going to shoot him up that high yet. I have strong beliefs in him, but the quarterbacks ahead of him here are just as good and a lot of them run the ball a ton too so it's it's like that's why we had it at five i think that is very very likely that he could be qb5 i don't think he's lower than seven though so yeah because like who does he like if you look at those first 
uh, six guys, like who who does he jump? Maybe Breeze, but I mean Prescott is still going to be throwing a lot. Plus he has the rushing. Yeah. I mean Watson is going to have to carry the team on his back. For- Wilson has both, and then Lamar is Lamar, and Mahomes is Mahomes. For for him to get up to three, Wilson is going to have to not have as many attempts as we have. Uh, Watson's going to have to basically have no touchdowns, and which doesn't make any sense because he's going to be carrying the team. And I mean, he could easily get ahead of Breeze, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, just because I, I think Breeze's touchdown numbers could go down slightly. And I mean, it's not, it's not a huge difference. Um, in Dak, it's the only way he's above Dak to me. I think they're literally the same to me. Uh, just Dak has a more high-powered offense with more targets. I, I like the Cardinal scheme. I like their targets, but it's not Amari, Gallup, and Lamb. It's just plus, not. plus um, one one other thing, and we'll move on here. Is uh, if if I know, like we'd like to put a disclaimer that we we don't predict injuries when it comes to this. Um, I do. But, shut up. But uh, <laughs> when when looking at these guys, like I would argue, probably the top the top six, like if he was to jump someone. The person that I think has the most chance to get hurt, it's not Breeze, it's not Dak, it is Murray because Murray runs so much and he had he was starting to run out of bounds a lot, but he he tried he sometimes he tries to make to get that extra yard and that puts him in harm's way. So he's, he's the smallest. It's, right, exactly. And so the way they play, I think Murray also has the largest propensity to get hurt and miss time, which would obviously bring his numbers down. Yeah, I, I think you would. I guess I think you would have to say. Lamar would be the highest risk be- just because he's he also, so much. Lamar is also a, a freak. Though. Yeah, I'm just just specifically for the 160 rushes. Yeah, I think he has to be one, and then it's Murray, and then it's Watson, just because we've seen it. And Watson has gotten hurt, but Wilson does a great job of getting out of bounds. W- and Wilson Wilson's not getting hit if he don't got to. Right. <laughs> I'll tell you, yeah. he is smart. Oh, yeah. And uh, and and Drew Brees, his thumb injury was just a fluke yes. thing, yeah, getting freak accident, uh, hitting someone's helmet. All right, so let's he would, he would be really foolish quick. just because he's old. <laughs> yeah, that's a conversation we should definitely have, though, is how to predict. Get, so say take someone who's been injured constantly over their first three years, someone like Carryon Johnson. Um, talk about how we would stat someone like that out. That's for another day, obviously, but I just yeah. thought that's, that's no, kind of interesting. Yeah. I factor in injuries when I rank these guys. And you guys I know you way too hard. If I, if I like, like, am I predicting an injury that he's going to miss like a, a quarter or, or like two games and then come back? Or am I talking like a PUP trip? Like there, there's just so many other relative factors that can go into that. It's just, it, it's, it's, it's much, much, much harder to do it that way. Well, yeah. it, it is, but it's not like if you're doing that, you're pretty much just going to be like 13 or 14 game prediction. Yeah. That's which is, I'm, yeah, that's about the lowest I got, but. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the lowest you could because you're not predicting season-ending injuries. That's yeah, well, okay, but, but how do you how do you predict how do you predict something like Sterling Shepard getting a concussion and deciding he doesn't want to play the rest of the season because he doesn't want to risk it? Well, you can't. But yeah, I mean, I would that, I would that, take that, away a couple games from him knowing that he's going to get a concussion. You know, sure, sure, guaranteed now. Or like Alshon <laughs> Jeffrey, like we don't know if he's going to hit the PUP list or not. He could miss two games. He could miss eight. Like or he could play the whole year. We don't yeah, know. Al, Al Sean's He's going to retire. Same, same with Penny. We don't know when Penny's coming back. For the record, the two guys I mentioned, Sterling Shepard and Alshon Jeffrey, I had to do both. 
<laughs> it sucks to suck. All right. All right. All right. So <laughs> let's move on here. So uh, eight through 12. I'm going to bring these guys all up in kind of the same breath just because they are so close. So we have the aforementioned uh, elite slash not elite Matt Stafford. <laughs> we, have Josh not Allen. Allen. <laughs> we have Josh Allen. We have Matt Ryan. We have Baker Mayfield. And we have Carson Wentz, eight through 12. So let's start with Stafford. 555 passing attempts, 4,600 yards, 31 to 11 touchdown interception, uh, 11 fumbles, and uh, finishing at 276 fantasy points. The, the, the fantasy point number from Stafford at 8 to Wentz at 12, we're talking 10 points. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I'm no, it's we're not. It's like 8, isn't it? 7 points. My bad. 7 yeah. points. Yeah, that's... That's some crazy stuff. Um, obviously, Stafford, Randy had to talk me down a little bit on him because of his pace Shocker last year. everyone, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, so last year, he was on pace for about 5,000 yards, uh, just under, and uh, 38 touchdowns, I believe. So obviously, I don't think he's going to hit that pace, and I don't think anyone really in the industry does, but I still think that he can build on that because now he's got DeAndre Swift coming out of the backfield who can catch passes. He's still got Galladay. He's still got Marvin Jones. He's got year two of TJ Hawkinson, who I think is a legit tight end and yeah. just kind of suffered from being a rookie. Um, so slot, slot guys and uh, Allison and Amendola, I believe. Yeah, right? yeah, he's got Allison and Amendola. You've got Quintez Cephas now yep. uh, to play with um, on the outside probably. So I think Matt Stafford's in line for a really good year. Um, and this feels like the right landing spot, so I'm glad Randy talked me down. Yeah. I literally only thing I, I think everything's reachable here. I won't argue that at all. I do believe his yards are going to be down two to 300 more, but it is only because they have two really, really good running backs now. So I do think they're going to try and run. I don't know if it's going to work. That's why I said these are clearly reachable numbers. Well, have you, uh, I, don't, I don't think he exceeds these numbers. I do think there's, there's a chance he, he doesn't hit these, but he's going to hit most of them. So, so you're saying you haven't talked to your you haven't had a heart to heart with your twin yet and figured out how he wants to run the offense? No, no. <laughs> uh, well, he's he's a Patriots tree guy, so he wants to run it. That's did did he get, did he get his shipment of golf pencils? Has he has he gotten his shipment of golf pencils in yet? Um, and hats for backwards. Well, the hats, I'm sure. Uh, the, yeah. the pencils, I don't know. Those are probably on back order. They probably tried to order sanitizer first and couldn't get True. it. For those that don't know what Randy looks like, Randy looks exactly like Matt Patricia. It's not exactly. <laughs> if you it's, gave him a pencil I, and a backwards hat, I would want to tell one from the other. I do wear hats backwards, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 I don't like to get into the argument about if Stafford is a lead or not with with. <laughs> with you guys because it, like just listening to you guys sound like it's so stupid but <laughs> it's, it's, it's exhausting <laughs> it's fun to listen to you from the outside but yeah i mean let, let's let's call it spade it's spade the lions are gonna suck again they're, they're well, not good i don't think they are they're they're a, they're they're not a bad team but they're a they're middle of a road team. team they well last year when stafford was healthy they lost i think four their first four games by one possession um yeah. That's so just, that's I, I mean, just how the NFL goes, though. Yeah, but they were they showed signs of being competitive, and I thought they could have taken a step Dude, forward, and then Stafford got hurt. There's there's been two win Browns teams that have been competitive. I, yeah. I don't need that argument. No, I I get it, but I think the Lions do take a step up. They've 
definitely added some pieces on defense. So, yeah, I, I they're a middle of the road team to me. It's gonna be, it's literally gonna be their split in that division. If they, I, yeah. if they can somehow do better than three and three or two and four, they have every shot to make the playoffs. It's just, it's gonna be tough. Yeah, and you guys know how I am. I'm probably more than you guys when it comes to I pay attention to what teams do in the draft. You don't take the second running back off the board, like Randy said, if you don't intend to run the ball. Yes. So I think that that is going to play into Stafford's numbers too. And, so I see him falling yeah. under the 10 to 13 ratio for that reason. Yeah. And, and, St- and Stafford's getting older. He's coming off an injury. That's, that's why I said all these stats are incredibly reachable. Yeah. Every shot he hits this, honestly. Right. Uh, it's just passing attempts, yards, and touchdowns are the things that could be slightly down just because they run the ball more. But let's move on. Let's talk about a fun do the one. opposite for the next guy here. Yeah, let, uh, let's talk about a fun one. This is fun. Uh, Josh Allen, uh, QB nine at two hundred seventy-two fantasy points. So uh, three, just just uh, just under four points off of Stafford. Uh, three hundred uh, thirty-two hundred yards, twenty-three touchdowns, ten interceptions, hundred and twenty-three rushes, and seven rushing touchdowns. Now that number sounds big, but that rushing that's like 40 less rushes than he had last year he had nine rushing touchdowns i brought that down to seven this number is still nuts yeah and if if i was bringing something down i think it would be that because zach moss is now there and maybe he gets those goal line touches but josh allen showed that he just wants to qb sneak that bitch right in and yeah yeah, to to back that up most of the time, well, I won't say most, but at least five of his rushing touchdowns last year weren't QB sneaks or options sure. or anything. It was just like one, two, shit, he's not open. I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> John Brown's not open. Beasley's not. Nah, deuces. Yeah, you well, look at that, and you look at his supporting cast last year. Dude, that was rough, man. Like I know Brown had a decent year, but like Beasley, it's not rough though. But it it fits his skill set. That's that's my problem because like you got the deep shot guy in Brown. Perfect for Josh Allen. Yeah, you got a, you bitch. got a tight you got a tight end in Knox and Beasley and Singletary for that matter. All that can catch short intermediate routes. Perfect for Allen because he's not so, that accurate. Those so are the two areas he hits. I I think he should. What? So what? What does he think happens with Diggs then? I think Diggs is going to be the receiver one. There's not a question. Uh, I think John Brown's role decreases. It just has to. Uh, just because. Too. Beasley's will decrease because I think Knox and Singletary is going to take more of those because they're the young guys. Honestly, I think they had better years when they were on the field last year than Beasley as well. So uh, to, to me, these numbers are definitely reachable. I think he probably has a couple more fumbles because holy crap, why does he fumble so much? I also uh, think I, I also think I'm going out on a limb with that completion percentage. Yeah, I know that I know he jumped, <laughs> yeah, I know he jumped from 52 to 58, but like he's never been accurate. Like he's yeah, just been that that was what I was about to. I was like, I I don't think I'm gonna get behind anything for Josh Allen stat for completion that starts with a six uh, until I see it. I just so part of the reason that I think I did that was because I lowered the 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 uh, attempts too. Yeah, which makes sense because uh, Singletary should get a bigger workload, uh, and Moss is gonna be getting a workload as well, and and Allen's obviously gonna run the ball. Uh, I think. Diggs will run the ball as well. So yeah. uh, I I and he and uh Allen's gonna be a QB one. So anywhere from probably 
seven to 12, just depending on the rushing touchdowns, honestly, is where he's going to land. So I'm perfectly fine at nine. Yeah, that's fine. All right. So number 10 is uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, all right. 68% completion percentage. Sorry, I had to pull it up. My computer was being kind of slow. Uh, 31 <laughs> touchdowns to 12 picks, 4,200 yards. 77 yards on the ground with a touchdown and finishing two one and a half points underneath Josh Allen at 270. This is a guy that everybody just seems to forget about until you're on the clock and you're looking for a quarterback. And then you're like, oh, yeah, this guy still exists in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, Atlanta's still a very bad team. They're going to need to throw the ball a ton. Oh, yeah, they have Todd Gurley, who, might, who, who knows what they have left, so he's going to th- need to throw the ball 50 times a game. Yeah, it, I'd actually argue yeah. that this is low for Matt Ryan because the attempts at 528, they threw over 600 times last year, and they didn't really get much better. Uh, so if if that's the case, like I, if Matt Ryan throws 600 passes again and he's this efficient, maybe he's not this efficient and that's what keeps him in this area. But, I mean, they didn't get better. So what's going to happen here? It probably sounded fire the recording, but to us, you were cutting out every <laughs> no, word, and me and Sean tried not to laugh. <laughs> but, but no, I I agree, and uh, like I said, I we like Todd Gurley is what twenty six. Who knows what that dude has left anymore in those knees? Um, yeah, I I personally think Gurley's gonna have a good year, but uh, just they could run him into the ground, and he could get hurt week eight. Who like oh. we can't tell. The Falcons' defense is still going to be very, very yeah. bad. Even if I mean, they have good players, they're going to get hurt by week four, so I don't know what the hell to do with that. Yeah, well, they right. got rid of Trufant, so... And, and, well, and they, they, addressed, they addressed the defense, obviously, in the draft, but, I mean, you're, like, you're relying on a ton of rookies to get right everything that went wrong with that team last year. And, dude, if you were... I, like, the, 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 New England Patri- the New England Patriots killed the Atlanta Falcons. Like, I will go out to yeah. my group and say that. They just murdered their whole confidence, and I love oh, it. Oh, absolutely. But, I, the, hell, these numbers, at the end of the day, these numbers could end up being low just because of how much they're going to need to throw. This is That's the exact thing, and it's kind of the same thing with Stafford. Uh, we, we're not 100% sure what's going to happen with the running backs, so we are going to go all out with these quarterbacks, especially on teams that might not be that great. Uh, I know the Falcons don't look good in our – consensus rec- records predictions uh and it's it's just because that defense is atrocious and they're in a r- really rough division so yeah. uh i i i love these numbers uh, when i was typing these out for the show i was like i you know matt ryan could be kind of high that i thought about for half a second i was like ah yeah that's right and they now, have to throw yeah that's, that's all, how that works all of a sudden one of the teams in their division goes from Jameis winston who led the league in interceptions to tom brady in touchdowns yes and touchdowns don't forget the touchdowns for Jameis, please yeah he's still good at football he's well don't start <laughs> all right so let's let's move on here um <laughs> This is one, maybe it's just selfish when I say I'm a little bit worried about this finish, but it's Baker Mayfield at QB 11. Uh, 65.82% completion percentage with 512 attempts, 4,200 yards, 27 touchdowns to 11 interceptions, uh, 135 yards on the ground with two touchdowns, five fumbles, finishing at 0.24 
underneath Matt Ryan at 270.58 fancy points. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe it, maybe I just forget how, maybe I'm hoping against hope that last year was an anomaly for his numbers, but last year did scare me at the end of the day. Like we talked about his numbers didn't end up being bad, but still, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but he had, this many touchdowns as rookie year without playing the whole yeah, game. It was, it was yeah, yeah. So we're we're saying slight increases. Well, we we're saying proper increases for a third year quarterback in every stat, and then the same amount of touchdowns he had as rookie year and not a full season. I'm perfectly fine. I I think this is should be the average uh discussion when we're talking about Baker. Um he has every chance to be a QB one this year and we're talking not like we're talking very basic increases places and that is it. And it's, yeah. it's, it, this offense has gotten better every single year, uh, at least, at least uh, target wise. And it, you cannot say that their offensive line hasn't gotten better because they did everything they could. To yeah, try you, would hope, you would hope that, that cause he was only sacked 4.9% in his rookie season that jumped all the way up to seven. So you would hope that number comes back down and Christian, yeah. We just, I know need, that, we just need to be middle of the league. <laughs> middle of the league, and he gets these stats. Christian, I know that you're uh, a big uh, Baker guy going into 2020, if you want to state your case. Yeah, I mean, so I think I had his attempts actually coming down, which if his attempts come down, you'd think that Baker's not going to be as good in 2020. But the thing is, is Kevin Stefanski's offense is perfectly tailored for Baker Mayfield. And some people have recognized it, but still just don't believe in the talent. But then I argue that if you throw away last year, which you can't, like he had his what? flaws last year. What was what was Freddie Kitchens? A piece of shit, fat fuck. I was hoping you guys would go big dumb idiot because that's what I like to call him. Yeah, well, I like to be and more vulgar. He basically fucking said that. <laughs> yeah, it's just better better reward choice. Um, oh God. <laughs> uh, no, Freddie Kitchens' offense was just atrocious uh well i guess right well and it was more todd munkin and they wanted to do this air raid style of offense with two guys that don't need to be air raid to be successful and baker did not fit that offense whatsoever so the analytical approach that stefanski will have plus baker's like just determination to get better this dude is i saw he's Jumping in on wide receiver room meetings, running back meetings, tight end meetings. I think I think the transition from his rookie year to his second year was a giant slap in the face. Yeah, yeah. and I, and it I, should have been. I expect. Well, and this this is hard to say, but I expect the Browns to be at least decent to great this year, and I expect Baker That's to show large, up. That is a large realm, there, Randy. Decent hey, those are big. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, honestly, great for a Browns team is making the playoffs, though. So, unfortunately, yes, decent is like what they finished the last two years. I hope so. so. Man. I, spent, I spent $150 on a Baker jersey. I don't want to be throwing that thing out in two years. No, if he Sweet did that, we probably would have to, but he yeah. has the worst luck with jerseys. It's true. Well, so now we know what's going to happen to Nick Chubb. Well, he's oh, gone God. anyway. We already know that running backs are never getting resigned. All right. So, uh, do you guys have anything else to say about Baker? Let's hope these numbers are right. I, I hope to God he has this year because I love him. Like you guys know, coming out of the draft, I was a huge proponent for him, even with the crap that he did in college, especially the thing he did at Ohio State. But he lit us up. He had every right to do that. Um, 
but he, like I, I love the character he is. He's he he he's not Johnny Manziel, but I, I like I just love the polarizing character that he is because I mean Deshaun Kaiser. I don't think I heard Deshaun Kaiser say two words when he was with the Browns. Cody Kessler was ju- just another California kid. Like mm, it's Cody, fun to have. It's fun to have a guy that you can market around too. Well, Cody can, Kessler not, shouldn't have talked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even Kinda even when the Browns were, even when the Browns were good with Derek Anderson, like like Derek Anderson wasn't in commercials. Like he's not a guy that you could you know do ads for. Like no, he's just like it's it's fun to have a guy like that because you look at the good teams and like you got guys that have that. Even Carson Wentz to an extent. I mean, Carson Wentz is. Now, granted, his car- cartoon or his commercials about milk, but still. Which brings me into number twelve, Carson Wentz, um, finishing just under Baker. This is insane how the AT twelve fell, like when we were doing it. Um, but two hundred sixty nine fancy points, six hundred thirty three pass attempts, uh, about sixty four percent completion percentage, thirty eight hundred yards, thirty one touchdowns to ten picks. Uh, 215 yards on the ground, two touchdowns, and 12 fumbles. Um, I mean, I know how I feel about Carson Wentz, but how do you guys feel about Carson? I, I mean, I, go I ahead, personally, Ryan. I think the, for me, the only thing I would argue here is possibly attempts. Uh, just because I just don't quite see him needing to do that. Uh, just with a really good running back, but, I, uh, like every everything else seems almost modest. Because while this offense last year was catered towards short passing, they get Deshaun Jackson back. They brought in Rager. Like they are but trying actually, to get deep threats. I actually went down on the yardage. He finished at yeah. over four thousand yards last year. Yeah. Yeah. What What was his attempts last year? Six oh seven. I went up. It was at six oh seven. Yeah. Yeah. That's that might I be think, the only. But see, that, think, see, that's what I'm saying. That's the only disconnect I might have here. Is I think his attempts probably go down slightly, but, but I I also don't think the Eagles that. are world beaters. So well, yeah. And here's the thing: I don't think the Eagles are going to be that good. I think they're going to be competing with the Cowboys, but that that division again is going to be rough. Uh, like, it, like eight and eight or nine and seven could win that division. Um, good. And I don't think they just take the hand, like take the shackles off of Miles Sanders and say, "Here you go, dude. Go have 300 attempts this year." I I don't see that. I think well, they're yeah, you shouldn't get three hundred. I think no. they're going to be a pass first team because, like, because right now it's Miles Sanders and it's Boston Scott. They like they didn't sign a Frank Gore. They didn't sign a Devonta Freeman. They didn't sign a Carlos Hyde. Like Miles Sanders is it, and I don't think they want him to be a bell cow running back just yet. So I think they're going to throw a lot, and they're going to have to throw to win games. So that's why yeah. to me, that's why those attempts went up slightly. But I do, and I also think the yardage obviously comes down, but I think the touchdowns go up because that amount of drops that he had last year throwing, it, it just can't possibly yeah, happen. 100%. Yeah. His, so, his receiving core is awful last year. Yeah. And so they got a lot of speed on the outside um, and potentially from the slot. I think they will yeah. throw a lot, but I, I think the argument of Miles Sanders can't be a workhorse, I agree with. But also, I think they believe that they've got like a goal line guy or a spell guy in Corey Clement or Mike Warren or one of those guys are, is going to step up and be that guy. And therefore, like I think Miles Sanders is like the Alvin Kamara um, and maybe Boston Scott is the spell back and then they've got a goal line back. And I think they will be able to run the ball because I think Miles Sanders is really good at football. But I, I could see well, the I'm attempts coming down. 
in year two, I just, I don't see him. And you talk about Boston Scott being a spell guy. The dude's five foot six. Yeah, but he was really good. Yeah, I it's, mean, Dion Lewis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of small guys that were really good at that. Darren Sproles, that's who I was thinking of. I mean, that's... yeah, but Sproles was a pass. Sproles was a pass catcher, and that's so, what Scott that's is. Scott is too. No, I know, but that's but that's what I guess. All right, so I guess I'm misinterpreting what you're saying about. See, because when I think you're saying spell guy, I think like bringing him out on like first down or second down. You're talking like bring him in on third down when you're passing. Like, that's not what he's saying either, though. He's saying that. Like it's literally going to be a spell guy where yeah, he'll come in for a snap or three. It's literally Sanders needs a break. Scott comes in for two to three. Sure, players, but I just Sanders don't see back. them. I just don't see them handing the ball to Scott in those scenarios because the dude's five from six. Yeah, I do because he because he's shown he's shown he can do it. Yeah, well, and if not, then maybe that's the spot for Michael Warren or uh, Corey Clement yeah. to step up and, exactly. and take those carries, but. The only other thing I wanted to mention about Wentz is, it, did you bring his fumbles down, actually? I, um, that's a good question. Let me see. I have them up here. It's not, I think it's in the rushing stats. Uh, so he was at 16 in 29. Okay. Yeah, so they yeah. came down. I brought it, it down. So if, I mean, if he fumbles two less times, he's above Baker. Um, yeah, right. realistically, he if he fumbles two less times, he's all the way up at quarterback ten. I also brought his I also brought his rushing attempts down. He was at yeah. sixty two versus um, fifty one. See, that's and that's what I'm saying. Like these guys are so close, and I I have like a somewhat argument with his attempts to yards, uh, but like it, it's very reasonable too. So it's kind of hard just because he the offense they did try and get stretch guys, but. That still doesn't mean he's not throwing to Ertz and Goddard and Sanders at a, at a religious extent. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, but I mean, I mean, he, I mean he's never, he's never really been a deep shot exactly. guy, though. Right. Yeah, but I mean, seven point nine, eight point three in 2017, 2018, like those are still high numbers. Yeah, it's still nine and a half uh, yards per completion, too. Right. I mean, well, it's over that. It's it was no, 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 it's, it's literally nine and a half right here. Wait, oh this, no! I'm sorry. So you're talking about what I stated him out as? He actually yes. that was that's like that's low looking at his other numbers because he had it's ten, twelve, eleven, and ten. That's what I'm saying. I th- I yeah. think I think so it, almost I think either the attempts have to go down a little bit off of this, or the yards have to go slightly up. But it's not a huge difference. It'd be like 200 more yards yeah. or like 15 less passes. Which, yeah, so right. So I and I do I can honestly say see a scenario where he finishes like quarterback seven. Yeah, he could. And, and that's the thing with we said eight through 12 is like a seven point difference. So that means one little stat change for any of these guys is going to vault them up or drop them down harsh. Right. And, it's, and that's what happens with these QBs after the, the top elite guys is that you, you just get to a point where it's so minuscule and one touchdown makes the difference. And that's why Josh Allen is so high because he gets the rushing touchdowns that the rest mm-hmm. of these guys don't. Yeah, right. And, and obviously, especially in four point passing touchdown leagues, we always talk about that you want to target the Russian quarterbacks because they're more valuable. Yeah. yeah. It gives you a safer floor every yeah, week. Exactly. And guys like Allen, Murray, Wilson to a lesser extent, and even Watson to an extent. Watson just keeps getting killed every time he goes to the yeah. run. Man. Well, and that's in, like we just said, there's every chance that Baker and Wentz have games where they only throw for 200 yards because Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Nick Chubb, Dream Hunt, 
are right. running for 300 fucking yards in a game. That can right. easily happen. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, both, well, both, both, especially those two, both of those offenses should be much improved from last year. Uh, you would hope. You would yeah. hope. All right, so that'll do it. Those were our top 12 quarterbacks. So one more time to rattle it off. We had Mahomes, Jackson, Wilson, Watson, Breeze, Prescott, Murray, Stafford, Allen, Ryan, Mayfield, and Wentz. Uh, as always, follow us on all of our social media platforms at the Cut FFL and hit up our website, officialcutpod.wordpress.com. You will see all of our consensus rankings. We will be doing more episodes for the different positions as we go along here. Keep telling your friends about us. Uh, leave reviews. Boys, anything else? Nope. Um, we should be working on our schedule ranking or schedule prediction episode here soon. So look out for that as well. Yep. What, Randy? Oh, no. He did the nope and then said something again. <laughs> He's yeah, trying to work uh, on it. I, yeah. <laughs> Well, I haven't talked in like three or four minutes at least. Yeah, he's been trying to work on it. That's way too long for Christian. If we all know Christian, that's way too long for him to not talk. All right, Randy, you got anything? No. See, Christian, that's how you're supposed to do it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We kid because we love. All right, so for Christian Williams, Randy Hall, I'm Sean Ward. We'll talk to you guys later. We go!